4. And like this morning, I'm going to give you two different passages. So go to Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 26. Ephesians 4, 26. Then go to Luke 15, 29. Luke 15, 29. It says right here, so Ephesians 4, 26 says, Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Now go to Luke chapter 15, verse 28. And he was angry and would not go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him. And he answered, uh, and answering said to his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee, neither transgress I at any time thy commandment, and yet thou never give me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son was come, which had devoured thy living with harlots, thou hast killed for him the fatted calf. Let's pray heavily, Father. Thank you, Lord, for this passage of Scripture, for these, these two passages of Scripture, Lord. Lord, we're going to touch on the subject of anger tonight. And I just pray, Father, that help us. Give us something we can take home and learn, Lord, about this issue of anger, how it can control it. Pray, Lord, again, if there's someone here, tonight that never received Jesus as your Savior. Lord, touch his heart tonight that he will call upon you for salvation. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You may be seated. So if you look at uh, Luke chapter 15 in uh, verse, um, let's see, uh, verse 30, it says, but as soon as this thy son, you see the words of anger right here that comes towards the Father as come, which, uh, and, and he, he expresses anger. Now he explains his anger like he's, he's right, you know, he's righteous about his anger. And that's like a lot of people when they're angry, they come across like that. Listen to me. And the words come out. They think that uh, they're strong and, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, when people are angry, they, their face changes like red and, and the blood pressure go up and they think by expressing and begin to hollow and scream that people are going to really listen to them. As this father was not moved with this kid's anger. This father did not move. He was like, he said, he goes on, as soon as this die son, that's angry words. And, it's a which, and he explains, of course, the tone of, you can imagine the tone of voice, but this father does not, did not move. He was not, he was not moved in a way, he was not intimidated, neither moved by what he said. Actually, this father goes on and explains why he was doing that. He explains that. So, we continue this series that we started at, and uh, Lord, I have a, a, a pride, I need, I'm, I'm sorry, Lord, I need help. And I think all of us need help. And of course, listen, I, I'm, I'm preaching generally tonight is for everyone, uh, but some people might have a problem with anger. I don't know. Uh, some people don't might say, that's not for me, it's not my problem. But, you know, anger is something that all of us will experience one time or another. I think that everybody here been angry at one time, right? I think so. Everybody's been angry at one time. And sometimes it's righteous anger, and sometimes it's just sinful anger. 
but we've been angry at one time. So our message, our new message series called, Lord, I Need Help. We need help in those things. In this series, we are looking for various problems that we face in our uh, daily life on which we can, uh, we can go to the Lord for help on those things. So tonight we are going to be talking about anger. Anger is something that we all experience, some more than others, but unfortunately we all get angry, we all get frustrated, and we all get angry at people, and sometimes people get angry at us, you know. Sometimes we get angry to, for the right reasons, like I said, and, and most of the time we get angry for the wrong reasons, or, because, or selfish reasons, however you want to put it. So Now, anger is a problem for all of us sinners, both saved and unsaved. Both saved and unsaved, we can have a problem with anger. Uh, now, I think that this lesson is for all of us tonight, not just for me or for you personally. It's just for all of us because uh, we get angry. So, folks, we all need help uh, with this issue. And let me, let me, let's open our hearts tonight to the Lord and say, if he's that you, and say, Lord, help me. I need help in this area of life. So let's look at this, uh, Lord, I need help or uh, help me with my, Lord, I, I have an anger problem. That's the title of the message. Um, so number one, the problem of anger. The problem of anger. The first thing actually was interesting. <laughs> uh, one of our persons in, uh, in the sound room, and I'm going to mention any name, uh, uh, was doing the, the outline, and she said, you know, oh, I said she said, oh, oh I just revealed the person. That's not good. That's not good. But anyway, well, I didn't say the name when I said she said. <laughs> and and um, anyway, the person said, uh, this is the biggest outline you ever give, pastor, and is on anger. <laughs> and I thought it was a gun issue until I got to the sound room again five minutes ago, and I could see that the struggle's still there. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so the problem of anger. The first thing we need to recognize tonight is that anger is indeed a problem for all of us. It is a problem. Who wants to be around angry people anyway? I mean, in my job, when I got to, listen, the Lord have a sense of humor, believe me. I work next to a guy. I mean, our table is about, uh, I'd say, 48, maybe 60, uh, 60 inches wide. And it's a big wide table, stainless steel table. And the guy that works in the other side of the table, this guy has an issue with anger. He does. I mean, we call him the grumpy <laughs> because he's always grumpy, literally all day long. I, I say to him, I said, how can you keep this facade all day? I mean, and sometimes he, he knows me. We work, we were working together for over 10 years. Uh, he, and he, he smiles, uh, and I guess like you, where you force, forcing yourself to smile, right? Because he is the grumpy man, and he's angry. And when he's angry, he say things like, "Wow!" He just spewed them right out. So, and sometimes I say to him, I said, "Listen, you stay there. I'm going over there because I ain't gonna put up with this." I said, "Get your anger going and talk to the walls over the other table. I'm going over there. I'm not gonna listen to you." And he kind of <laughs> and goes, "I go away. I come back. When I come back, I say." Is your anger gone and we still have it? Because I'm going to go away again, you know. So he wants to be around angry people anyway. He wants to deal with angry people. Folks, angry people are not very pleasant to have around. And in most cases, we don't want to be around them. You ever been around angry people? Yeah, you're like, they're not pleasant. You know, especially if they're angry at you. It's like, Ugh, get out, I'm going to get out of here, you know. So, angry people, I think this is in your outline, 
can be unpredictable, unstable, and like a volcano, can explode at any time. Others can boil. I mean, others can boil and boil and and in their uh, in their anger in their anger anger and like a bomb explode without any warning. Angry people can explode. That's one type of anger. It can explode at any moment. So, folks, how many people have we hurt sometimes because of our anger? How many words we said we shouldn't have said out of, our, out of anger? We didn't mean to. We just feel like it. It just go out. And we try to, try to get it back, and we can't. And so we hurt people many times with that. How many people will we hurt, like I said, if we don't learn to control our anger? It was a man that worked with me, retired. This guy was like... He was, this one was way off the scale. He would like, we told him, don't listen to the news. I told him, like, I, I used to say, I forbid you from listening to the news. He used to get mad at the radio and literally throw things at the radio. I said, listen, dude, you, you're not hurting the people that are speaking in the radio. You're just destroying your radio. I hate these people. I said, yeah, but you can listen and be displeased, but control yourself. You know, people walk away from him because he was, he would throw things and things would go up in the air and fall somewhere. And you know what? One time he threw a pen and hit the radio and hit somebody in the head. <laughs> so, I mean, he was that type of explosive person. So, we have to be careful with these people. So, the Bible says that, is, that, that these words concerning anger in the book of James. Look what it says. It says in James chapter 1, verse 19, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear and slow to speak. And slaughter rat. For the rat of man worketh, um, uh, verse 20 says, worketh not the righteousness of man. I used to say to him all the time, listen, this is how you control your anger. Be slow to speak. Be slow to react. Think about what you're going to say before you say it. Otherwise, you're going to say things you don't even mean to. You know what? How he, he retired? He, he retired forcefully. You know what he did? He got... He went to what we call a tool crib to get some things that he needed. And there, he exploded in anger and threatened people. Well, when he threatened people, you just don't do that. We learn that as we grow in a society that we live, we don't threaten people. And when he came to the workplace, he realized he had done wrong. And he said, I need to get out of here. And I said to him, why need to get And he said, I said, well, you need to get... You need to do something. I said, I'm going to get out of here because I know what's going to happen. Soon he left. Security was after him. Soon he left. And when, he, got, when he, he was going home, he called a job and said he was filing for retirement. <laughs> that was his, his salvation, so to speak, there because he was going to get fired. And he's probably facing charge for what he said. But it, see, sometimes out of anger, we say things we don't mean to and sometimes damaging things. You know, you don't threat people. So, so the truth is that you cannot be angry and live the righteous life for God the way God desires. So I think this is in your, in your outline. Anger is especially a big problem because it is a gateway to so many other problems. It's been said, anger is one letter short of danger. And that's a, a good warning to keep in mind. Anger can cause great damage not only in your life, but in the lives of others around you. People lose friendships because of angry words. You know, families break apart because of angry words. Fathers don't talk to sons and daughters. Mothers don't talk, mothers don't talk to, to daughters and sons. Siblings don't talk to each other because of anger. I have a guy who works with me. I have a lot of, a lot of guys that work with me. He, he said, 
uh, was at Christmas time. I was talking to him. I, I was talking about, you know, I spent time with our family and all that. He said, well, I don't see my dad in 11 years. And I said, well, I, don't, I mean, I don't try to be nosy here, but is there is a reason? There's got to be a bad reason for you not to talk to your dad in 11 years. He said, well, every time I talk to him, I get angry at him. I said, why don't you talk to your dad and control your temper? He's your dad. Oh, I don't agree with him. But that, I, that's, I said, that's not what I said. I said, control your temper. He never did. So anger can cause relational problems. It can cause anger. can cause major life problems. Loss of job, lawsuits, damage to property, damage to others. It can even lead to murder sometimes. You say, how are that? Well, Cain and Abel, what happened there? He was angry at God and blamed his brother. So anger cannot, can cause emotional problems. If you are an angry person, that will affect your emotional level of stability. It can get your blood pressure up. It can cause all kinds of things. So anger can cause physical problems, high blood pressure, heart disease, headaches, stomach problems, ulcers, and insomnia many times. You can't sleep because you're so angry. So all kinds of things that anger can cause. A person when is enraged, you just keep on going with those things. So anger is particularly dangerous because is listen to this, is self-reinforcing. I am right. They're wrong. I'm going to tell you what they need to hear. And in their own mind, they got to tell them. They got to go on. You ever see a person so angry that a person is hitting himself? I've seen that. I saw a guy that he was so angry that he was hitting his head on a wall and calling himself all kind of nasty names. You are like this and you are like that. I was like, well, I guess when, it's, when it really hurts, you will stop. And, and people just back off and just watching him. He was like, he was hitting his head against the wall until blood started coming out. That's how angry he was. Like, that's out of control. So, when we get angry, we often get results, which means that we are more likely to get angry again the next time around. Anger is in a shortcut, that short uh, uh, circuit, uh, so to speak, whose re relationships and, and true satisfactions in life. Some people just live, and any little thing, it doesn't matter what it is, clicks right up, and any time they're exploding anger. As Ben said, I get what I ask, I'm sorry, I get what I ask for, for but not what I want. Wow. So, you see, the immediate results that you are looking for, but you lose out in the long-term fulfillment and joy. So it has been said, either learn to control your anger, or your anger will control you. You follow that? Either learn to control it, or the anger will control you. You're just any little thing. Ba -boom. You see people angry in cars? Any little thing. They explode in anger. They put the finger at you. They're all, all kinds of stuff. You know why? Because that's anger out of control. They think because they're in a little shoebox inside of a car, they're the kings of the hill, so they can be angry at everything and everybody. You can see I mean, you can see it. So trust me, you will be, happy, be a happier person if you deal with anger in your life. Anger is a real problem, and Jesus came to help us tonight to deal with this problem. So anger is a great problem. Number two, understanding anger. Understanding anger. All of us experience anger one time or another. I've been angry. You've been angry. Sometimes we are angry for the wrong reason, reasons, you know what? And sometimes, you know, I had to, oh, goodness, uh, have so a little bit of humility and humbleness and say, I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? I was, 
out of control and angry. You know what? I have done that. You have to do that. Sometimes we say words to people, we hurt people. And you know what you do? You got to go back and say, I'm sorry. Things that you say when you're angry, we experience it. Sometimes we are rightfully so angry for the right reasons. Jesus got angry for the right reasons. So, but we have to be careful with that, how we get angry. So all of us have been angry at, one, at, at someone or something at one time. Brother Tom, have you ever been frustrated at something and you're just angry at that thing? Like, a, like maybe a tool, you know, that you try to get that tool to do something, and I, and you, you the computer, there you go. <laughs> oh, I get angry at that thing, you know, you know. Oh, especially when you, you try to get in the Microsoft, <laughs> and, and half an hour later, the thing's still loading up, and you go, oh, my life is going to finish with this thing right here. So anyway, so anger is, oh, I tell you a story about computers, like, a Friday at work, we have these little computers, and I, I'm going on doing things, and suddenly I touch something, and it froze on me, the whole thing. It froze on me, and it could, I couldn't do anything. So I went away. I said, ah, maybe it just, it will load itself. Went away. One hour later, I come back. <laughs> I thought, Lord, what's going on? So, you, know, I, you know how I got that thing? I shut the thing down. I said, all right, we'll take another hour to get this thing up. But anyway, uh, so anger is a, is a feeling of displeasure. Anger, we, people get angry because they don't have what they want many times. So anger is an expression of frustration, of dissatisfaction towards another person or persons or something. Unless we understand anger and how it works, we will have a hard time dealing with the problem. So actually many people who struggle with anger don't really try to stop to, uh, to try to fix the problem, many of them just go on excusing themselves why they're angry in the first place. Oh, I'm Italian, and that's who I am. Deal with it. I have heard that. I'm not angry. I'm just expressing myself. You ever, you ever heard those things? I heard people say that. I think I have said that sometimes. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm just expressing myself here. So anyway, so letter A, anger is a physical response. Look at Proverbs 29, 22. Angry men stir it off stripe, and a furious man abounded in transgression. So the first thing we need to understand about anger is that it's an actually physical response to something. So that phrase, hard-tempered one, translates in a Hebrew phrase. That means owner of heat. The person is not like, you know, like, like, like you go down, or like today, as a hot day, the person is in is as a hot temper, ready to explode. So it speaks of of that hot f uh, person who often feels uh, uh, feels like he needs to speak loud, scream at people, say all kinds of things because it's just the anger that that person has. So uh, when you get angry, your body does some pretty amazing things. You ever see a person that is enraged? They do a pretty amazing things, and you sometimes you get really like, wow, I see people do amazing things. The nerve system just goes up, blood pressure goes up, and they feel like they have the strength of 10 men, so to speak. They do amazing things. I see, like I said, I see people hurt themselves, do all kinds of sad things to themselves. I saw one man one time so angry, that was back in the Azores Island many years ago, he was so angry, and this man I know him very well because this man was my uncle, and I'm the one trying to restrain him as a young kid, and he was so angry, I said, Uncle, calm down. 
And he looks at me, and I thought I was a dead man that day. He looks at me, he goes, calm down. And he goes and goes the other way, runs and jumps a cliff about 20 feet down. And I mean, he went down there, broke an arm, scratches everywhere, like because of anger. He was so angry that he couldn't see straight. And in that moment, he just, and I, th I thought I'm the one who got to run for my life. He's the one jumped the other way. So I seen those things. So angry, people do pretty amazing things when they're angry. So, let it be. Angry, anger is a secondary emotion. The second thing I want you to understand about anger is that anger is a secondary emotion. Anger is never your primary thing. It always is always a response to something else. It's a reaction to something else. Anger is a, it is a symptom, not a, not a real problem. It's like the, the red warning light in your car when you're driving. When a, a red light comes on, what are you supposed to do? Keep on driving, right? No, you stop your car. Something is wrong with your engine. You want to crack your engine. So what are the various triggers that can set off anger in somebody? It usually comes down to those three main things. Hurt, frustration, and fear. Let's look at it. Hurts. All right, here's an example in Genesis chapter 4. Cain. Was he hurt? Oh, yes, he was. God told him to straighten up. God told him, if you don't do what I, if you do what I'm telling you, I'll be satisfied with you. You know what? He was hurt. His pride was hurt. So he was hurt against God, and he went and get this frustration on his brother. What he did to his brother? He killed his brother out of anger. You see, you know, look what God says in the Cain. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respected, and Cain was very wroth. I mean, he was very angry. And his countenance fell. I mean, it was expressing himself. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou art wrong? God even asked, Why are you angry? What is the purpose of being angry? And why is that countenance falling? So God asked him those questions. Why are you so angry? Because I'm telling you, you're not doing the right thing? It is amazing how people get angry when you try to correct them. They get angry at you. Because you just try to, you just try to help them. But they don't want your help. So it expressed themselves in, in, in anger. So first of all, hurt. It could be physical hurt. I know it gets, uh, I get angry when I am physical hurt, some people say, but it's more often emotional hurt. Some people emotionally, when they get hurt emotionally, they react in anger. I'm not saying everybody does that, but people have a, some people have a tendency to do that. You know, it's a secondary emotion. It means you, you get the problem, you're faced with the problem, you're faced with the situation, and that's how we react to it. Some people react in anger. Some people just are very calm. They, are, they can react to the situation differently than they're just in anger. So it's a learned behavior is what it is. So we see a good example of this, like I said, in Cain in Genesis. So people are capable of doing unthinkable things in the rage of anger. Why did Cain kill his brother in a rage of anger? He blamed Cain because he was mad at God. How many people, how many people hurt other people because they're mad at somebody else? Some people come from work, they go to work, and maybe their boss got a little upset with them and a little heat going on, and they go home, and whoever's at home is going to get it. And people at home say, what do we do? What do we have done to you? They don't know what it is, but they got their frustrations because they couldn't, they couldn't get angry at that person, so they get angry at somebody else. I've seen that happen many times. 
Number two, frustration. Naaman, Second Kings chapter uh, five, verse eleven and twelve. Uh, and that's the second trigger here. Frustration. What it did? This guy has leprosy, right? And what he's told to go to the Jordan River to bathe himself what seven times. He got angry. He got frustrated. It's like, what in the world? I got better rivers than that where I come from. And I'm going to that muddy one over there. He was angry. Frustration. I travel all this way to see this prophet for him to tell me to go to this muddy river. It took a simple guy to say, what you got to lose? <laughs> I mean, what you got to lose? Just go do it. And do what he said. You got nothing to lose. Here's one thing. You can stay, keep the, pro, the leprosy or you can get cured. Just go over there and do it. Put some sense in the guy, right? You know what he did? He came down. He not hanging there like, whoa, whoa. All right, I think I do it. And there he goes and does it. Hey, that changed everything. Now he's a happy fellow because leprosy is gone. You see, frustration. How many times people get angry out of frustration? Here's a guy. Uh, you know, these days, you know, when you see somebody on the side of the road and open the hood of their car, they look at it. When you see a guy look at Oh, guy, whatever, they have no clue what's going on with that car. <laughs> they have no clue, so they look at it. You know, some guys are out for shit to get the wrenches and throw at the car like the car's fault, you know. It's, it's, it's an it's a engine right there, and it can break down at any time. Oh, I'll give you an example. I didn't get angry, okay? I did not get angry. I got my pump for my swimming pool, and that pump's about five years old. And I look at it, I saw the head of the, the pump, it was all rusted. I said, ooh, that doesn't look good. <laughs> and I put it on, turn it on, and oh, oh, it was not going. I'm like, eesh, I think I'm going to buy a new one. So I, you know, I, I unplug it, and I begin to hit it, to hit it, to hit it, see if it'll loosen it up. And suddenly it went, boom, it just started right up. I mean, I was there for a little while. It was a little frustrating. But I think we can control our frustrations. What can I do? Listen, the thing I already worked for five years well, I want that thing to work forever. It doesn't happen that way. But sometimes frustration kicks in. We allow emotion, frustration to come in, and we express it in anger. So we have to control our frustration. Listen, there's many frustrations in life. You might get up in the morning, and you have your plan for the day. And as soon as you walk out the door, things don't work the way you want. That's it. That's it. This is me. I'm just an example. I walk outside. Mm-hmm. I got a flat tire. You don't expect that first thing in the morning, right? Oh, there's a snowstorm outside. Oh, you're halfway to work and you forgot your phone. Oh, that's frustrating. Then you go, oh, my goodness, I got to go all the way back home. You got two choices. Stop the car, turn around, or keep going to work and just feel sorry for yourself. But, you know, those frustrations come about. It's how we respond to it. Sometimes, you know, frustration builds up and builds up and people are raw, exploding anger. I mean, I tell you what, I'm talking about the phone. The other day, I was like, <laughs> I was like 10 miles away from one. I said, I'm going to get my phone. And I did. <laughs> you know, it was, it, was, it was like, Lord, I don't know what you have for me today, but it's not starting that, that good this morning. But anyway, frustrations. So that's some things how things get started sometimes. Fear is another, uh, another one that can click, click anger. So uh, we're talking about Saul right here, 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 7 to 12. Uh, so uh, a good example of fear leading to anger is King Saul in the Old Testament when, when David killed Goliath. 
the woman came out and danced in the streets and, and, and said that, well, I actually want to read to you, and said, and the woman answered one another, and they played and said, Saul had slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands. Oh, that was enough to, to, to let him go, get him go. And from that day on, he didn't like David anymore. Isn't that amazing? With anger, with, with anger, our, our anger come about in our lives? You should be thankful and say, yes, David, go at it. No. He got angry. So angry that he, he looked for, they tried to kill David for many years. So what happened here? Saul felt threatened by David's actions. You know, people felt threatened. And you know, how many people, I'll put it like this, in a workplace, get fearful of losing their position for somebody else. And in return, they try to be evil. They try to do all kinds of mean things to that person. They get angry at them. We have to be careful with that. So let us see. We see righteous anger. So my question is, is that right to get angry sometimes? Yes, for the right thing. Sometimes we have to stand up and express ourselves. We have to. You know, and I think, I think the, a lot of the people in this world think that Christians should be, is to be like this. Oh, well, poor me. I'm not supposed to talk and then say anything. And I'm just a Christian right here, okay? Oh, no, no, I live in victory. I'm a child of the King of Kings. You know, I'm not this. No, no. My father owns all things. You know what? And when is that to stand up? I will stand up. So we have right to, to sometimes to be angry for the right things. Should we be, sh listen, should we be angry at abortion? Definitely. Every day. Angry because the innocent is dying. Should we be, yeah, of course. Should we be angry about the same morality that goes on around us? Absolutely. You know why? Because it's against God. We should be angry at those things. So we have the right to be angry, but we've got to be careful that our anger doesn't turn into sinful things. You know, so anger is not always wrong. Jesus got angry. Why Jesus got angry? Because they were doing the wrong things in the house of God. He said, my father's house is to be a house of prayer, not a house of business. So, Number one, we see the Lord. We see this uh, uh, over, I mean, in, uh, in Psalms here, this over 100, uh, over 100 times. For example, God expresses right, righteous anger every day towards the wicked people of this world. They think that they, they will get away with the, the many things that they do, but in reality, they won't. God is aware of what they do, and they, and, and in what they do day by day, and the day is coming when God will judge them. Some people think they get away with stuff. You know what? It's not a human being in this world that will do some stuff or crooked things. They will get away with it. God is the judge and God would see, is watching what they're doing. And they might get away in this world and say, well, see, I never got caught. You're already guilty before God. God knows what you have done. You will die. You come out of this world. And you go right to God's throne, God's judgment hall, and God will judge you there. See, number, number one, see the Lord. Number two, we see Moses and David. There are also a few, uh, a few examples of people exhibiting righteous anger in the, in the Bible. Moses demonstrated righteous anger over the people's rebellious and complaining. Imagine the golden calf. He went to the mountain to, get, to talk with God, to get God's laws. And what the people doing? They were dancing around idolatry. That's what they were doing. More than that, we can be very expressive about what they're doing. There. And God even said to Moses, your people, that's how disgusted God was. Are your people? Look what they're doing down there. And Moses said, no, it's not my people. It's your people, Lord. 
Uh, number three, Jesus. We see Jesus in the temple. Jesus demonstrating righteous anger with the Pharisees who didn't want him to heal on the Sabbath. They were angry at him. He demonstrated righteous anger when his disciples who were trying to stop the people from bringing their children to the, to the Lord. They, they, you know, the Lord, that's an expression of righteous anger. Jesus said, let the little children come unto me. For them is the kingdom of heaven. Of course, Jesus really demonstrated righteous anger when we, he, he, he cleared the temple. Of course, we know that. And drove out the money changes out of that. So, it is, we can see the righteous anger is a wonderful thing. But we got to be careful get, that our righteous anger doesn't turn into sin. But there's many things we can get angry for and we write for. Not let it be a sinful anger. If righteous anger does, uh, does good rather than harm, then sinful anger does harm rather than good. So unfortunately, we do a lot more sinful anger than righteous anger many times. And we're all guilty of that. You know, like, praise the Lord that His mercies are new every morning, isn't it? Amen. Praise the Lord for that because we fail. Is it, Lord, Lord, am I, 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 Lord, I'm again in front of you. I failed again. And, and I think the Lord say, my child, I love you. I think the Lord just, just His compassion and mercy, He just said, Lord, I love you. Especially when we ask Him, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. So we see sinful anger. Number one, explosive anger. A quick flame. Uh, uh, explosion like a volcano. First, is an explosive anger. It's a, a short fuse. Some people have a short fuse. doesn't matter. I mean, even you are afraid to, uh, of talking to them. You ever see people like that? You are afraid to approach them. You, you can, you, you have, you're kind of intimidated to talk to them because any little thing is, ba-boom, they go up and they just keep on going. It doesn't matter what it is. That's the guy that I work with. He actually short fuse. He doesn't think straight. He just explodes. And it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter who it is. One time, this is a, 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 I was right there. He was doing a crane operator. This is a 10-ton crane. And this guy was doing a lift. And he's supposed to, we're supposed to follow procedures and, and follow up a, a paper and all that. Make sure that everything is safe. And he, he didn't do nothing of that. He just and I was like, oh, I hope nobody shows up. Because I knew what was going on. And I'm sitting at my desk, and guess who shows up? Well, the guy that, that is in charge of the whole crane operation in the whole facility. And he goes at him and said, he taps him in the shoulder very carefully because he was doing it. And he stops, he looks at him. He goes right at him, what do you want? <laughs> it was straight up. And the guy said, well... I just want you to stop the crane and talk to me. I want to make sure you did all the procedures before you're doing this. He goes, don't talk to me. Get out of here. It was, I'm telling you, it was like, I was like, oh, my word. This guy, it was in, it was in, was in rage. And the man, I tell you what, the man, he noticed that and he walked away. He walked away and he went tell his supervisor, said to him, I said, you know what? I'm walking away because that man is in rage. He saw that. I was like, wow. So when he went away and he put everything down, I told him, like, you out of your mind. He goes, what do you want? <laughs> he was ready to explode at me. I was like, all right, I'm walking away. <laughs> and I walked away. So explosive anger, it doesn't take much. It's like a volcano. Ba-boom. Explodes right up. So nurtured anger, number two. Slow burn, like, you know, like, like uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, 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 pressure cooker, like, so to speak. You know what people... Uh, cooking in a pressure cook thing. And you know why? It slow builds up pressure. Be careful because it's going to explode. Pressure so 
Vega, was it your cousin that had one of those things explode? She said that she knows something was wrong and the pressure cooker just explode. You don't want to be there. Somebody's going to get hurt. That thing's going to fly all over the place. Or imagine a person that is anger is boiling. Day by day, and that thing's boiling, and boom, it comes up. You want to run away. You don't want to be around those people. So that's that type of anger. We find a good example of this in King Ahab in the Old Testament when, when Naboth refused to sell him the, the vineyard. He went and cried to Mrs. Ahab, whatever her name is, Jezebel. <laughs> you know, he went and cried, oh, pretty boy, me. He doesn't want to. I mean, wow. You know, and she has the one who will, I'm going to. I mean, I, we know the story. So nurtured anger. <laughs> uh, so uh, number three, we see buried angry. Buried angry, like a time bomb denial that I'm angry. I'm not angry. I'm just expressing myself. So there is a buried angry on what uh, I like to talk, uh, 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 like a, 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 kick, uh, uh, a ticking bomb, so to speak. Buried angry expresses itself as denial. I'm not angry. I'm not upset. And, you know, as they say that, the voice kept getting higher and higher. I'm not angry. I'm not upset. I already told you I'm not angry. You know, the voice, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, like, you're already angry. You just don't want to admit. So nobody likes to admit when they're angry. But denying doesn't make, and doesn't make the anger go away. Look at the Proverbs 28, 13 says, He that covered his sin shall not prosper, but who's confessing and forsake it, then shall have mercy. So buried angry always, always finds his way out. It's not visible anger, but then it, it comes in sarcasm sometimes, in passive agree, uh, aggressive behavior. It, it, it just keeps on coming, and if you don't be careful, it will explode. So we need to learn how to deal with anger. So number three, dealing with anger. How we deal with anger. So which brings to our third point, our last point tonight, uh, uh, dealing with anger. How can we deal with anger? Number one. All right, so, uh, Pastor, yeah, sometimes I do explode in anger. Sometimes I hurt those people around me. You know, I, I, I struggle with that sometimes. You know, some people struggle more than others. You know, some, well, number one, how you do that? The express of anger is a learned response. Remember this. It's not, it's not something that you were born with. It's something that you learn. Look at little kids as they, you teach them. They learn behaviors. And what is your job? To correct the behavior. That's what it is. They learn how to lie. They learn how to say this. They learn how to do this. Their, their minds are constantly exploring. And what you know what? What we do as our jobs as parents is to teach them that is wrong. You don't do it. And that is wrong. We do that. So anger, you see little kids get angry? Oh, yeah, I see them. Go to a playground and just sit down and observe. And you see, you know, one kid gets there, and before you know, all the toys belong to him. You know, and if not, he bursts out. Oh, go to the store. I said one time, I had I, this kid. I, this, I went in my carriage, and I'm walking. I was at Walmart. And this person in front of me was taller than me, this guy. And this little, that little fella calling his father all kinds of names. You stupid. You this. Why? I mean, loud and loud and loud. And I couldn't hold it. I went like this. I had to see what's going on in there. And the father was like, oh, like, oh my goodness. Anyway, but you could see that, wow. That's anger going over there that needs to be corrected. See, it's a learned behavior. So when we express anger, is a learned response. We have learned to respond to frustrations, fears, 
and 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 what do you call that other one that I said before? Frustrations, fears, and and whatever it is. <laughs> uh, we learn to respond to that in angry, in anger. So, it's a little, we can learn to respond to things in a calm way. We can. It's all a learned behavior. You know, it's a reaction, how I respond to those things. So the expressive anger is a learned response. We learn to do that. Not let it be. The expressive anger is a chosen response. We see this in James chapter 1, verse 19. Uh, no, no, uh, no one can make you get angry. You do that yourself. You can always choose not to be angry. Do you want me to prove it to you? How many times are you in the middle of... Uh, of uh, an angry uh, uh, thing, and when the phone rings, and, and we, we answer and say, hello, how you doing? So let's say, let's say, Brother Tom and Nancy, you guys are in a brawl, screaming at each other, back and forth, and I call. It comes uh, Nancy to the phone, hi, Pastor, how are you? <laughs> what happened? It's a learned behavior. So now you learn from coming from that high to this low. Because now you're like, oh, I better behave good. You see that? It's a learned behavior. So it's a learned response. If we choose to get angry, we don't have to get angry. So, but you don't understand. I got so frustrated. I mean, these people drive me crazy. That's how you respond to it. You don't have to. Walk away if, you, if, you, if, it's, if it's even possible, if you can do that. It says, uh, James 1.19 says, Wherefore, my beloved brother, brethren, let every man be swift to hear. Be swift to hear, slow to speak. You see, listen to what is being said. Think about what's being said. Then respond in a calm way. Otherwise, you know, sometimes we get angry because we already have our mind made up. We don't listen to the other person. The other person is talking. We already have the... And the thing is, did you listen to what I just said? Oh, yeah, yeah, I listen to everything. No, don't repeat what I said. They have no clue. Because they were not listening. No. <laughs> so, Proverbs 13.3 says, He that speaketh his mouth, keepeth his life. But he that open wide his lips shall have destruction. Proverbs 29.20 says, Seest thou a man that is hasting in words, there is uh, more hope of a fool than of him. Can you see that? God specifically says that to us. So, you can always speak something later, but you can never unspeak the words you have already said. You see that? You can always speak something later, but you can never unspeak the words you already said. You will, you will choose to be quick to listen and slow to speak. That will help you with the third part of the command, which is to be slow to anger. God is slow to anger. Look what it says in Psalm 103, verse 8. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. Even our God is slow to anger. We should be the same way. Slow to anger. Don't just get angry for anything and everything. So yesterday, some people were getting angry because I've seen that happen. My tomatoes were sad because they got too much sun. I was like, oh, my sad tomatoes. <laughs> Then in the evening, boop, they light up, all happy. I was like, see, this is why am I going to get angry at the thing for? You know? So some people will get angry, look, oh, right, tomatoes, blah, 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 you know? <laughs> so, 
Look what it says. Uh, God is slow to anger, and, 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 we should, and so should we. Proverbs 19.11 says, The discretion of a man deferred is anger, and it is his glory to pass over a transgression. Ecclesiastes 7.9 says, Be not hasty in thy spirit to be angry. Uh, angry for anger rests, and look what it says, in the bosom of fools. Wow. Let us see. The express of anger is a godly response. So we looked at anger as a, as, as a learned response. We looked at, look at anger as a chosen response. How should we express anger in a godly response? Let me give you five steps to follow when you have righteous anger, okay? When you have righteous anger, let me give you five things right here so you know you're not going off the mark. Number one, ask God for help. You got that? When you have righteous anger, ask God for help before you open your mouth. Ask Him to help you. Number two, recognize early. Recognize early. Look what it says in Proverbs 17, 27. He that, he, he that had knowledge, spirit is words. And a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. Recognize you, you, the potential that is there early. Number three, resolve it quickly. It is an issue. Resolve it quickly. Don't let anger get in between. Resolve it quickly. Talk about it. I believe in communication. Talk about it. Resolve it quickly. Look what it says in Ephesians 4.26. Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your, go down upon your wrath. If you're before, listen, sometimes things missaid, sometimes misunderstandings. It causes, if you're not resolved immediately, it ferments up. It up and up and it causes somebody to get angry. God says, don't do that. Resolve it immediately. Talk about it. Communicate. Letter four, practice forgiveness. You say, well, listen, it goes like this. To Brother Tom, I can ask you 20 times to forgive me, and you say to me, I won't forgive you. You know what? I give it to the Lord. I go on with my life. Because I cannot make you forgive me, but I can ask you to forgive me. It's up to you to respond. But if I allow anger to stir in, I'm going, why in the world is that? I want to ask how many times. Can't do that. You follow that? Number five, the fruit of the Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit, look what it says, is, jo is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against Against, this, this, there, um, against such, there is no law. You know what it says there? There is no anger over there. So that's what God was like. You know what? Let the fruit of the Spirit flourish in you. Put the anger aside. Listen, folks. Problems are going to come all the time. You all face problems. Some of us more than others. All of us have problems of life. And let me tell you, it doesn't pay to get angry at those problems. Sometimes they're hard to resolve, yes. But angry at those things doesn't help. And get angry at somebody else like it's somebody else's fault, it doesn't resolve it either. Angry, that never, angry words that never resolves a problem. You know how we, problems get resolved? We sit down and talk about it. Okay. If, why do companies have meetings, several meetings throughout the days? I work in, 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 in administration. Why do they do that? Because they do that to, to come to a conclusion or to come to a, a solution of what's going on. 
Okay, we, we have that many people there. We need many people. They talk about what they're going to do. I never see anybody in, in, a, in, my, in my years of working getting angry at each other, mad at each other, because they can't resolve a problem. That's not how they resolve it. We do the same thing. As Christians, we should do the same thing. We talk about it. Communicate. Talk about it. The Lord will be honored with that when we sit down and try to resolve our problems by sitting down and talking about it. And we take the anger out of the way. I conclude with this. Anger is definitely a problem in the life of so many people because of anger. Many people have lost friends, have lost family members. Because of anger, sometimes we get ourselves in great troubles, even in the workplace or even in, in churches or even in our neighborhoods. Anger is a learned behavior that can be broken and can be amended. We need help. We need the Lord's help to help us with our anger problems. We need to give it to Him. So, Lord, I have a problem with anger. Please help me. You know what he says to you, child? Start like this. Be slow to speak and slow to wrath. It's right in God's word. Because if we are slow to speak, we're going to think about what we're going to say. And when we think, we hold words back. When we don't think, we just spew them right out. And God said, start that way. Be slow to speak and slow to wrath. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, so much for your love and mercy. And thank you, Lord, your mercy I knew every morning. And, Lord, we need help. Lord, all of us need help because all of us get frustrated and get, and get fearful sometimes and, uh, about those things, Lord. And I, I ask you, please, to uh, help us in this area of life when, that we don't get angry at anyone and anything, Lord, but we trust you in everything we do. And, Lord, if we uh, have any conflicts in our life, help us to be slow to speak and slow to wrath. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.